Research Innovation Labs, we are constantly striving to bring you the most amazing advancements in, well, just about everything. My little robot friend, Mr. Rando, is spitting out random things. Popeye, the sailor man. Sexual tension. And then, myself and some of my inventive entrepreneur friends from across the globe are using those random elements. Oh, by the handyman is a pair of oversized foam rubber forearm sleeves to come up with the products, movies, games, etc. that will shape our futures. Forearms are waterproof and can be used as flotation devices. The inner filling is high in protein and can be eaten if all else fails. <laughs> Each forearm has matching Assassin's Creed-style blades towards the palm. <laughs> you can find these amazing results every other Wednesday on The Wild Pitch. Go to wildpitchpodcast.com slash subscribe to get started today. Tom Wopat charged with sticking finger in woman's butt crack. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is this Howard Stern? Let's do this. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast. We're recording today in Studio A. Thank you, as always, to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Today, Greg, Ivan, and Tom are back to finish our first installment of Where Are They Now? We've got three more profiles of people who once played a prominent role in pop culture, but now are no longer in the spotlight. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beer Podcast. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Good morning. Welcome back. We are joined once again by Greg and Tom and Ivan. Okay, so we won't go nearly as long. With with the with the other subjects on our show today, but our next one, uh, I've got a clip I'd like to also use to introduce him. She's also been grousing about the night I sleep punched her, and there's plenty more. Oh, and uh, while you're knocking around in there, get her to love the films of Emilio Estevez. How great is that guy? He's a sheen. He's from an acting dynasty, yet he chooses to be Mexican. Makes it huge, realizes people have had enough of him, and is decent enough to fall off the face of the earth. (laughs) (laughs) So, our next subject is American actor, director, and writer Emilio Estevez. He started his career as an actor and is he started his career as an actor and is well known for being a member of the acting Rat, Rat, pack, Rat pack of the nineteen eighties. I turn thi- I turn things over to you, Greg. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Tell tell us about Emilio Estevez. Well, Emilio Estevez, obviously born into a very famous family. Very famous. Yes. Um, his father, Tom, you might happen to know him, although you might not. I know everything about you know Martin Emilio. Sheen? I know Martin Sheen. You do? Yep. You know do Charlie. You, where, I know that. I do know Charlie where, Sheen. Where do you Big know, fan. Where do you know Martin from? From being Emilio and Charlie's dad. Uh. Okay. Have you totally blown this whole thing? <laughs> who is Martin Sheen? Maybe you should just let <laughs> Greg <laughs> tell us who Emilio Have <laughs> 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 you ever heard of a TV show called West Wing? Yes. Yes. He played the president. I didn't expect us to get hung up for three minutes on who Martin Sheen is. <laughs> well, well, he because introduced that's it part. to me, and I just jumped. I took it and fell on my face. <laughs> He's face-planted so, over Martin no, that, Sheen. So that, that's very Martin integral. Martin Sheen changed his name, right? Because he, he wanted it to be less ethnic of a last name, so he Correct. changed his name Correct. to Martin Sheen. Charlie took the last name Sheen, so... Martin had Emilio and and Charlie. Charlie decided to take his father's name. Emilio took the, fam- the family name, huh. um, and he apparently he didn't want to follow in his father's footsteps per se, uh-huh. or ride his coattails. He, he didn't want to be way. Martin Sheen's son. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. He wanted to be his own person. Very and, but he and it also I read. He liked the initials E.E. because it looked pretty. Oh. 
Huh. I did not read that note. Yes. I didn't I did, know, I that. Didn't know yeah. that. Now, so growing up, obviously, one, one I think the, the thing that initially made him, I think they lived, when they were younger too, they lived a life that was like, you know, party hard and, and well, he was the youngest of the children. Or I'm sorry, he was the oldest, oldest of the children yeah. in his family. Right. Emilio his, was the oldest. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And so they start out in New York uh, before right. before Staten Mar- Island, New York is where he's born. Yeah, before wow. Martin Sheen became famous, but after California. after after he became fa- Martin Sheen, kind of caught on. Right, they moved to Manhattan. He started going to private school, yep. and then he he got enough roles that he they ended up moving out to Malibu, California. Right, right, right. Which is interesting. I'll add this here, if that's okay. So when he was 11 years old, his father bought the family a portable movie camera. And Estevez... Yes, with his friends, right? That's right. So Estevez, and related to that, Estevez and his brother Charlie and their high school friends who were Sean Penn, Chris Penn, Chad Lowe, and Rob Lowe. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Childhood friends used the camera to make short films. How unbelievable is that? Wouldn't you love to see... Just childhood friends. Wouldn't you love to see these short films that they made? Wow. Yeah. So that would that would certainly be interesting, and so, so then, um, but it, but when they moved out, here's the question: When they moved to California, yeah. Martin Sheen wasn't real well known at that time, right? No, he, he was. He, he, he was. He, he'd gotten his break, so they moved from Staten oh, okay. Island into Manhattan. Well, when they were born, he wasn't real well known. Then right. he became more became well known okay. Later. Right. Yeah. So he ended up. One thing I read too, but like they were kind of party, you know. Even at young age, oh, they, for were, sure. they were party. You know, they grew up with everything they could want. And apparently, Emilio, they said, lost his virginity at the age of 14 in the Philippines when his dad was oh, doing a movie out there. Oh, oh, are, are you talking about Apocalypse Now? I'm sorry, what was that again? Apocalypse Now. Fra- fra- uh, Francis Ford Coppola. That's right. I kind of want to hear right. Ivan say it. Yeah. Apocalypse now. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse now. Nailed it. Yeah. Apocalypse. Um, that worked uh, out as well yeah. as I could have so, so, yeah. so he was in the Philippines while they were filming? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He apparently lost virginity there at the age of 14. And his brother lost his virginity at the age of 15 to a prostitute. Hi-o. Hi-o. <laughs> so they were kind of party. They liked to party. Um, he ended up. Obviously, I think his big break, I think we all agree, is probably The Outsiders, right? Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, where, that's that's where, where the Rat Pack really, got started. 1982 yeah. and The Outsiders. Yeah, they where, all played based on the book, <laughs> the book, The Greasers. Right. And that was a big movie. Do you, have you ever seen that, Tom? I haven't. Oh, was that pre Mighty Ducks? That's a big uh, time yeah, movie. Yeah, pre Coach Bombay. Um, pre, what? Pre Mighty Ducks? Yeah, by 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way, yeah. yeah. Um, just to give you an idea of the people in that movie, just to give you an idea of the people in that movie, Tom, we're going to give that to you here. Hold on a minute. Um, the Outsiders. Okay, here we go. You ready for this, Tom? Hit me. All right. I, I, I'll bet See, he hasn't heard of two thirds of these people. I bet you he's heard of a lot of them. Nope. I need to add now, so the first many one. To my list. First point one was Pony Boy. I don't think he knows which. See Thomas Howell. Is that right? His, okay. Do you know him? I was like, was that his God-given name, Pony, last name, boy? <laughs> no, that was no. his character. See <laughs> Thomas Howell. See Thomas. See period. Okay, now I think I know he knows this person, Matt Dillon. I do know Matt Dillon. Okay, I know. I, yeah. I know you know this. Not one. to be confused with Kevin Dillon. Right. Correct. Which you did. Or yesterday. Marshall Dillon. That's right. <laughs> Don't um, smoke. What? I know you know this person, Ralph Macchio. I do know Ralph. Yeah. 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 Uh, Patrick Swayze. And Patrick. Okay. Rob Lowe. And Rob. Okay. All on first name basis. Emilio Estevez. Emilio. <laughs> All yes. right. Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. yeah. I do oh, know yeah. Tom. Okay. Yeah. Diane Lane. I do know Diane yeah. Lane. Okay. So I think that's the At least two thirds, right? How many people are in this movie? <laughs> uh, that's the majority of the yeah. main And this was the precursor to Brad Pack, right? I mean... A lot of people say that this was kind of where the Brat. The, we'll get to the Brat Pack in just a, a lot minute, of people, but, say but a lot that of people in the Brat Pack appeared in this film, right? Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people though say that it's a combination of kind of two movies that really did it, and it wasn't really this one. It was a couple that came later. So then he was in Repo Man, which was a was a good movie in right. itself. Then one of my favorite movies of all time, 
growing up was Breakfast Club. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I do like Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, I mean, no question. There's a lot of cussing in that movie, yeah, yeah. but it is yeah. such a well made movie mm-hmm. because you really get the feeling all these different people came together right. and then friended each other in while they were in suspension right, right? right, right. and they shared stories and all these things well that happened written, to them well acted very well done yeah. well it was a John Hughes film yep who was yeah. the king of, Gene, of John 80s Hughes, right, right. Of 80s you know teen movies correct yeah and he, I mean, he, but that was a seminal movie. I mean, correct. It was no, true, question. Right. no question. And about so it. The, a lot of people say Brat Pack was a combination of that movie and then St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, right. right. So yes. a strict definition of, of the, the Brat Pack, Fire. although other member, other actors were attributed to being members of the Brat Pack. A strict definition is you had to appear in one of those two films. Yeah. In either St. Elmo's Fire or Breakfast or Club. Breakfast so Club. The, the people they say are included in the Brat Pack are obviously Emilio, Anthony Michael Hall, Rob Lowe, Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy. And I'll, I'll, and actually, Andrew yeah. McCarthy, McCarthy has come out and said, I don't acknowledge that. I'm, yeah. I was never a member of right. it. But he, but he was. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, Which is a pretty uh, well-known list. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I Back mean, in that's, the that's, 80s, I mean, these people were... All yeah, big, big time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Time. Well, they, that was the A list, right? Yeah, that was the R- young right. up and coming A list actors A-list. in the eighties, yeah. right? Exactly. For sure. Why would you not want to be in the Brat Pack? If oh, you were that's Andrew. something he said today about it, and yeah. they don't like to be labeled or just being a jerk, kind of, kind of. Yeah. So, did, did you know that Emilio Estevez was credited as being the leader of the of the Brat Pack? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 did, I never heard that I, before. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Well, I can relate to that. Now, what's interesting, too, is that he was once engaged to someone in the Brat Pack, too. That's correct. Do you know who that is? Uh, my guess would be Demi Moore. Rob Lowe. Tom, you're wrong. <laughs> it's 2017. Ivan, you're be... correct. Okay. He was once right. engaged to Demi Moore. That's correct. Now, he did, um, when he was younger, he, he was... He was uh, he was dating someone and had two children with her. Oh. Then he got married to Paula Abdul. Really? That, I don't remember that. He married her wow. for two years. She credited the breakup with the fact that she wanted children. And he didn't because he already had children uh. and ended up breaking up after two years. And then he ended up uh, getting engaged to him more later on down the road. Huh. So... Um, Obviously, he's been in uh, quite a few movies. Even after that, he was in um, a movie called Maximum Overdrive in '86. That was a that was a Stephen um, King movie, uh, I believe, at the time. I recognize the title, but don't remember. I believe, that yeah, I recognize. The now, title. then, then it got pretty big later with. Young Guns. Oh yes, obviously. Well, that was another almost Brat Packish. Yeah, kind of exactly group. right. Uh, yeah, it was. Emilio, Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips, Charlie yeah. Sheeney, his brother was in it. Yeah, I mean, um, Dermot McDowell, um, huh? Dermot, well, what's his name? Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, he was pretty famous back in the yeah. day. Um, there were there were quite a few. So that movie was big back in the day. Then um, did he direct that? One movie? One of my favorite. Did he direct movie. that movie? No, I don't think so. You don't think he so? was a director. He did he did direct movies. One of my favorite movies uh, was Men at Work. I don't know if you guys haven't seen Men agree. at Work. I, it I, is I just can't remember. And that's with but I, yeah. I he and his brother that. both were in that as well. Yeah, they co-starred. They were, they were the main characters in the movie, and it is a really funny, good movie. It's yeah. just a, it's a good time. Do you want to play that scene? Which one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's play the scene uh, from Men at Work. So to set, so wait, to set, set it up. They have, uh, they're two guys who work in uh, on a um, do- on a, on on a, a trash, trash truck, truck. Right, right. right? Yeah. Trash collectors. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. And they're right. having a guy that has come in and he's is he evaluating them or something like that? I, I think believe. So. Yeah. yeah. So he's evaluating them and he has to be a part of their. You know, oh, he's riding along with them, evaluating everything, and so. They go into a diner to have lunch, and then this happens. That's where this occurs. I still owe one to the intended receiver. You know, man, you were a total pain in the ass. 
Now, James, Lewis is going to be with us for the next couple of weeks. Accept this as fact. And one of you guys shake hands and stop behaving like children. Emilio reaches for, his, for the guy's fries. Put in the back of your neck. several sacred things in this world that you don't ever mess with. One of them happens to be another man's fries. Now you remember that and you'll live a long and healthy life. He just cracked his hand. Like broken? By squeezing it. No. And Emilio dropped the flop fries <laughs> and just looked at him. <laughs> so Emilio goes and reaches across the table yeah. for the guy's French fries. Yeah. And he grabs his hand real quick yeah. and then he stares him in the eye. And you see, you see Emilio Estevez's like glass blue eyes just stare in fear yeah. for like ten or fifteen seconds. And then he cranks down on his hand, and that's where you hear the crackle. And then he drops, yeah, the, French he drops fries. the fries. Yeah, that's funny. So obviously he went from that to Mighty Ducks, and that was like right. a big family big, movie, huge. Big. That was huge back in the day. Um, right. Then he did a movie called Free Jack, which I I kind of liked. I liked. Yeah, I, I remember liking I don't Free remember. Jack. Yeah, and then uh, Loaded Weapon, which was kind of like one of the, you know, that just it was a parody movie. Yeah, it was like an airplane or a uh, what's the one with Leslie Nielsen? Uh, the, Naked Gun. Naked Gun. It's kind of like that type of movie, right? Um, and then he did. Starring O.J. Simpson. Right. And then he did... What was the other one that he did that was big? Um, he did... Oh, one of my favorites. Another famous... He actually did it before Young Guns. I love this movie. And I, if you haven't seen it, Tom, you need to go see it. Okay. It's called Stakeout. Oh, with, yeah. With Richard Dreyfuss. Yes. Such yes. a great movie. Yes. And the female co-star in this movie is... I completely forgot... Who? Um, she was. She was uh, Madeline Stowe. Madeline Stowe. Oh wow, yeah. yep. that was a good yeah. movie. It was that, a great right, movie. Yeah, Stakeout. Wow, I love that movie. I did too. I mean, it basically. What's it about? It's cops on a stakeout. Two cops. Yeah, they, they're on yeah. a stakeout and just. It's, Do you know what a stakeout is? It's, yes. Okay. It's interesting because it has the <laughs> the humor between yeah. the two cops as yeah. they're doing the stakeout. Yeah. And. You know, it's kind of action as well. It okay, so it's not just them, thing. like in the car having a monologue. No, for two they're hours. in a house. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and I hate those kinds of movies. It's right. it's a funny, it's a funny movie. So in in 1992, he did Mighty Ducks, and then you mentioned a couple of movies he did after that. But really, from 92 to 96, he kind of did. He did another Stakeout. He did Mighty Ducks two and three. Well, he was in on, that time only in old three. three. Yeah, he was briefly yeah. in three. Well. Because he wanted to, he wanted to get a directing job, right? And from Disney, that's correct. So he ended up doing a brief role in D three, yeah. right? And that that's really where things. And then they kind of backed out on that, or they didn't follow through on that promise very well, right? And things really just kind of dropped off a cliff in '96. And so for the last twenty years, you know, he he's really only kind of done his own projects, stuff that he's written or directed, and then he's cast himself, right? It's nothing notable. You and a really couple things with his brother and with his dad too. He was in right. the West Wing, right? Uh, briefly, and he was also in Two and a Half. Really well. briefly. Yeah. What What I found out was in the last eleven years, he only has six total credits on MDV, and all of those are projects that he did himself. And in the eighties, he was one of the hottest actors. Right. Well, he was in, he was the leader in, of the Brat Pack. Yeah. Right. So so fast forward to to the mid to late nineties, and he just fell off a cliff essentially. Yeah. And um, and it's basically because of what he wanted, right? You know, he right. could have kept on doing these sure. things, but decided he didn't really want it. Like a lot of these reunions for, uh, I, I saw a video with Molly Ringwald, mm-hmm. and she was talking about the reunion for um, the Breakfast Club, and she said he's the only one who never attends. Ah, oh, that is sad. Yeah, really? that is sad. Yeah. Never yeah. attends it. Wow. That's too bad. Uh-huh. All the other is people. It, is that, did he has he become a recluse kind of guy? Well, let's let's just move on and wrap it up by answering the question: Where are they now? Well, he was recently engaged to a a, a girl Filipino. That, no, but a, <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Oh, a, 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 a model. 
then they actually bought a house and a vineyard together, and then they recently sold it, and they've broken up since then, and now he's just kind of just living. He's just being a million. Living the dream. Somewhere out in the world. Yeah. Is it a male model? Huh? A male model. (laughs) Yes, because apparently he... (laughs) Dated Rob Lowe? Is that what you, that what you were alleging uh, earlier? Uh, I mean, basically, know. basically he's it's Hollywood types. He does what he wants. He's to just do. doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah so. and he's not into the. That's why. That's the reason why he, you know, he didn't take his father's name because he didn't want to ride his coattails. He wanted to do his own right. thing. Right, right. That's what he's doing now too. So he's, so he's kind of pretty independent guy. So yeah, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I read that he recently completed his first project in five years. It's a dramatic film called The Public. Did you come across that? Uh-huh. The, the cast includes uh, Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Wow. So that's notable. Well, I'm hope, hopefully he's fine, but reading, hopefully. About, ho- reading about where Emilio Estevez is today kind of made me sad. Really? It made well, me a little bit sad. Really? I wouldn't be sad because he's kind of doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah, just because right. he's not in show business okay. anymore. Okay. I think he if, he, if he wanted to continue doing it. I'm not uh, so sure about that. I think he could. Really? I, I think I agree with Greg. He was one Greg of the hottest actors back in the day doing. 35 years ago. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, saying wait, now. Man. I'm saying he dropped off of it because he wanted to. Yeah. But didn't, I mean, Martin. I mean, his, his brother is still. was making a ton of money. On two and a half men, not too and long. And on ago. his one man show. That's right. And what well, about what about actually? They were kind of like selling oh, tickets okay. for what like about, five bucks. Right. Or but something. what about anger management? This, this show that's been on. Does he Emilio Estevez. That's no, Charlie. Charlie yeah. Sheen. Oh, I mean, he, that's been on for several years now. He's, he's still making money. Oh yeah, yeah. he is. All right, AIDS and all. Yeah. Well, that's that's where Emilio Estevez is today. But but but, but the most significant question was was Tom asked, does he still have that great head of hair? Yeah, he's got long hair. Last I've seen R- it. Really? It's a good yeah. look. When he and I hung out last weekend. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's interesting. He might have cut it he, off. He was a cool guy. Oh, he was. He looks... Actually, he looks... Toph and I were looking at him recently. Pictures of him. He looks a lot like his father. He looks very much like his father, Martin. Yes. Okay, with that, let's move on to our next subject. I turn to you, Tom. Okay. Tell tell us who you're... Where, where are they now is. It's Wait, that was That was awkwardly worded, wasn't it? Tom, yes. t- tell us tell us who your person is. William Zabka. William Zabka. How do you spell Zabka? I liked him much better than your other choices because I know who this guy is. So William Zabka is an American actor, screenwriter, and director and producer. Uh, I'm not sure about yeah. those last things. Oh, yeah, he I is. Think I get to it. I think he's okay, just... All right. So I mean, he's, of course, don't he's best usurp, known. Don't usurp his. I will not. I will not. Work. I just want to introduce him. He's best known for his role as Johnny Lawrence in 1984's The Karate Kid. But really, he did a handful of roles in the 80s, and he was just kind of known as the jerk, right. as the jerk guy. And, I define uh, it as the quintessential blonde 80s D-bag boyfriend bully character. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and let me know when you want me to drop your clip. You can go ahead. This is where we'll drop the clip where we, where we blend kind of today and, today and yesteryear. Deliver one of your requests. Oh, thank you, Marshall. Oh, not that one. An appearance by my all-time idol, The Karate Kid. The Karate Kid was an uplifting 80s classic about a teen played by Ralph Macchio who defeats the local jerk played by William Zabka. At least that's how most people saw it. Here he is, just as hot as when his tiger beat photo spread gave a young girl the courage to explore the suddenly unfamiliar tone wow. of the changing body. And Ralph Macchio walks around the corner. <laughs> Barney, it's Ralph. Listen, it's always flat. No! I hate Ralph Macchio. I hate him, hate him, hate him. He is not the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid was William Zabka, star pupil of the Cobra Kai Dojo, whom this monster defeated with a cheap, illegal head kick in the most tragically haunting film editing of all time. Oh, see, I thought you meant fun crazy. Shut it, Ralph Macchio. Why don't you go have a party with Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter and War Horse and all the other movie bad guys and stop ruining mine! This night has been catastrophic. Catastrophic, everybody pound. Sorry, bro. I'm for the crotch. So tell us what that is, Tom. So that is one of the more recent things that Ralph Macchio and... Billy Zabka, who's later revealed to be the clown at Barney's bachelor party, um, have been in. And so Barney is... What, what, 
What's the name of the show? Oh, I'm sorry. How I Met Your Mother. Let me backtrack. Okay, so, yeah, How I Met Your that mother, aired yeah. on CBS from some year until yeah. 2014 and recently <laughs> recently ended. However, William Zabka had a recurring role in the last season as the best man and hero of Barney Stinson. Uh-huh. Yeah, so as you gather from the clip, Barney Stinson saw the movie The Karate Kid completely different from anyone else. Uh, and he considered right. William Zabka to the be hit. the Karate Kid uh, and Ralph Macchio to be a side character. Right. And only because... The evil side character. Yeah. Oh, and it's only because Johnny Lawrence actually knew karate and he lost to that nerd Ralph Macchio uh, with an illegal crane kick move. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, tell us a little more about Billy Zapka. So Billy was born in New York City, and this kind of ties into Dick Cavett. Cavett. So his dad, Billy's dad, was the assistant director of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Wow. It all Dick comes together. Also new. Oh, yes. This is the circle, circle of life. Circle right. of life. Very good. And I like it. So his dad was an assistant director of that show, and he may or may not have knew the great Chuck Norris. He would have been a great topic, I think, too. Ooh, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Anyways. He had two siblings, and so, like we were discussing, his breakout role was in The Karate Kid. He was yes. in The Karate Kid 2, and he was, you know, the, the quintessential 80s bad guy. Um, but, you know, when he was famous, he was kind of, you know, he was really young at the time, so he was on those Tiger Beat and uh, magazines and, and had smaller recurring roles in some other famous movies, such as European Vacation and wow. Back to School. I love Back well, to School. Uh, yeah, yes. right. but, which he played film. the same characters, yeah. though. It's, it was yeah, always he like did. He was always the same shirt. guy. So, he, um, you know, in the 80s, he had those kinds of roles. Now, and now his, his role, by the way, in European Vacation was great. As Audrey's boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. He was really good in that. <laughs> Which did I think he, was in 89. That, yeah. That How many was, lines did he have in that? Because I felt like they just made out a lot in the movie. I think that's what they basically did. That's all they did. did. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to interject this point regarding the Karate Kid, because when he got the role of the, of the Karate Kid, he did not know any martial arts at all. Ooh. It's true. Really? And wow. They say he didn't, yeah, he had no previous martial arts experience at the time. Wow. But was an accomplished wrestler. And so his participation in the film inspired him to learn to learn martial art, the martial art of Tang Soo Do. And later, it says, this is a funny note in my opinion. It says later earning a second green belt. Yeah, and I was like, green belt, <laughs> green belt. belt. It's like the third. That's like like the your third second one. belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, yeah. when you said green belt, I was like, wait, Ooh, that doesn't sound white, very yellow green. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, so so I looked it up, and and here's here's the order. It goes white, yellow, gold, orange, green. Blue, purple, brown, red, and black. Oh, so, so he basically yeah. made it to third grade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally half aid that. Yeah. So to, to add a note in Wikipedia, yeah. his, bio, do that? his second green belt. Like, yeah. like that's a big deal. I thought that was really funny. Uh, I thought that oh, was funny too. How many belts do you guys have? I have all of them. I got a you know, black belt. You do? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I'll bring it. Uh, I'm, well, right now I got my brown belt on. Oh, yeah. well, belts are a touchy subject with Greg. He hates all my belts. Oh, yeah. You need to fix those belts. They're terrible. Tom. Gosh, I'll bring a black my black belt tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, this so is interesting. In the '90s, he you know he stopped. He wasn't acting. And well, hang on, hang on. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Hold that fine? thought because okay. although his major film debut was in The Karate Kid. Greg, I think you of all people appreciate this. This is actually where he got his first acting break. Oh, yes. Ivan, do you recognize this? I recognize it. But believe I it or not. Yeah, I recognize the song. I recognize the song. Do you know what song this is from? I can't believe it myself. Tom, I do not. Okay, hang on, Greg. Don't give it away. Song, but Greg clearly does. Let's just enjoy this. Greatest song ever. So this is the theme song for The Greatest American Hero, which was on in 1983, which is where Billy Zapka got his acting start. This show star- starred William Catt as Ralph Hinckley. This theme song, the uh, lyrics are by Stephen Geyer, music by Mike, Coast, uh, Mike Post, and performed by Joey Scarberry. And this is the opening theme song and sequence to huh. The Greatest American Hero. Wow. And it goes on for another 40 seconds, which we're not going to sit through. Yeah, but, wow. That's but in any too case, bad. That's where Billy Zabka actually got his acting start. Wow. How old is he now, Billy Zabka? Gosh, you really 
It's a brain buster. No, I'm just trying to... He <laughs> was in a... He's 64. 55. 54. He's he, 54. Boy, 54. You're always giving people 10 years Sorry. on their age. Wait a minute, he's 54. He, t- he, turned f- he turned 55 on the 21st okay. of October. William Zapka's, Zapka's still looking good these days. Let's see. You know? Even for his age. Oh, wow. He's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. I didn't mean to hijack your show. So you were getting no, to what no, he was no. doing in the 90s. Oh. So in the 90s, he was studying to be a filmmaker. Oh. Um, the most famous of which... He, or the most famous that he directed was a short film called Most, which premiered at Sundance in hmm. 2013, I think, and he was nominated for an Academy Award for Re- that film. Really? He really was? Wow. He did not win. An Academy wow. Award. An Academy wow. Award. Wow, for a short film. Wow. Yep. And then since then, he's kind of regressed, I would say, into <laughs> Rascal Flatts music videos, who I don't, I dislike. And he did participate in a video by a band. Did you get to this? Yeah, okay. I, I didn't include it because um, I couldn't. I wanted to pull audio from it, but that's too long. Sweep the leg. Uh, yeah. yeah, see that brought back the old memories for me. Is that that yeah. video? That was you know he he directed that video. Yeah, yeah. that was a great and started it with video. all the old Cobra Kai guys. Yeah, yeah. and I think you're the one that pointed this out to who me. The directed, guy, who directed it? Billy Zapkin. Oh, mm-hmm. So the, the the actor that opened the video with you remember how the video opens. Wasn't Ralph Macchio was in it though? He was right? in it, yeah. but but um, the actor that played Mr. Belding from yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. opens it up yeah. as the as the guy yeah. at the pizza shop. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he also directs for Verizon and Little Tykes. So, <laughs> so commercials. So, so I'm really Commercial. glad he went to went to learn how to be a so filmmaker are you, in the '90s. Are you yeah. more sad for for Emilio or for? Well, I haven't gotten to where he is now. Oh, oh. sorry. Well, are we oh. ready to move to our final question? Yeah. So oh. Tom. Answer the question for yeah. Billy Zapka. And then you where, can is, where is he now? Re-ask. Yeah. So, in August this past summer, it was announced that Whoa. William Zabka and one Ralph Macchio are reuniting to film a 10-episode, 30-minute series on YouTube called Cobra Kai, in which they will both relive the glory days as so Billy Zabka, the karate, kid, the karate Kid, and Ralph Macchio will be... What was his Daniel Larusso? Yeah, the nerdy guy, hmm. not the Karate Kid. I mean, he wasn't nerdy, but he was like yeah. not. I guess Billy he learns Zadka. karate eventually, Zadka. but the but yeah, the fo- the story will he focus cool. on a he down and out. Although Elizabeth Shue, Johnny Lawrence, played his girlfriend. She thought, oh. she thought he was kind of cool. Yeah, she was. She pretty, was great. Oh for, man, yeah. like yeah. I'd actually like to do a Where Are They Now on Elizabeth Shue. Maybe we should. Okay, we'll do that on the next episode. <laughs> I just want to talk about Elizabeth Shue because she yeah. made my childhood pants go crazy. When she was in that movie, oh, yeah, she was the greatest. What movie? But she was, also, kid. Kid. Oh. She was also in she Cocktail was and Adventures oh, in Baby City. Oh, she a ton of and, stuff. Yeah, yeah, she was terrific. She got naked, didn't she, in, uh, mm-hmm. in that movie with Whoa. Nicolas Cage? Um, He's a weird. Leaving Las yeah, Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. I, I think she that. got naked in that. Was that oh, that I'm is going to have to go back I and watch that. Maybe go check that out. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard it was a great film. You see total no boobies. On yeah. I, whoa, I, I, whoa. Buxom. It, it was very buxom. We were, we here were they are. References here they are. Jane Mansfield. I think. I'm, <laughs> wasn't she in that movie with him? I don't. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She was okay. the female. Then, yeah, she got naked. <laughs> so to summarize, Billy Zabka yeah. is still famous, <laughs> unlike Amelia, who's sad and desolate and... <laughs> wow, you know, this isn't Whoa. a competition, by the way. I don't know if he's still famous. Well, he's gonna come back in a big way this summer he on was, YouTube. And was, there's and there's no rumors of he Emilio was Estevez never as back. big as Emilio Estevez. Not even close. But his his meteoric rise as meteoric Johnny rise. Lawrence All right. in 2018. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in like Dick okay. Cavett. We'll be I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get in the middle of this conflict. You're so gonna kill us on. both. Yeah, I'm gonna walk yeah. off the stage. <laughs> No, thanks. Thanks, Tom. That's hey, now, thanks, Tom. now we've answered the question, where I is like Billy Zapka? So, so I do, too. And you know what I like most about him is that he has a, a good sense of humor. No, he does, because that yeah, video so was, was Because was the worst is funny. when you got a guy that's washed up, yeah. and he's super bitter about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but Billy Zapka's got a great sense of humor yeah. about He plays oh, if you a lot saw of that video, too, awesome. he's like in a... Like house. A, he's like in a pair of skates and a, wasn't he in like roller skates? Yeah, and part of it. He's got this weird radio on his shoulder. And he's got a... A speedo on, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. no. I mean, Billy Zapka, so he can make fun of himself. Yes. That, that's which cool. Is, which is that, super that's cool, and he does that, that a lot. Yeah, he does. That's cool. All Thanks, right. Guys. Well, our next "Where Are They Now?" subject is mine, hmm. and 
This is also something that I think all of you will recognize. And he was the co-star in this popular late 70s, early 80s TV show. Oh, yeah. Now, I know for sure that Greg and I recognize this. I recognize the song. Do you, Tom? Ivan, do you recognize this? Do you, Waylon Jennings? That's right. Waylon Jennings. You know what movie? Huh? You know what movie? Wait for it. Wait for it, Tom. Classic 70s country. I'll never win. Ivan likes this. I love yeah. I like the banjo. Wait for the finish. You know? Oh, I didn't realize you were asking me a question. Do you know what movie, <laughs> what show this is? Uh-oh. Okay. Do you oh, know? Wow. Don't answer it. Do you know? I don't know. I know the song. Okay. You don't know the name of the show? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more of that banjo solo. All right. So. So you don't know from the Yeehaw? So nope. no, nobody except oh, for Greg goodness. and I know what theme song Dukes that is. Dukes of Hazard. Yes, yes. That's right. Good job, Tom. So that is from the, that's the theme song of the TV show Dukes of Hazard. And my subject is. By the way, there's back in my day. Somebody made my pants go we'll crazy. Get to that. From we might that get show. to that. I know that was interesting. She has not aged very well. Either. No, Elizabeth Shue had. No, no. We're talking about Daisy Duke. Not. All right, Daisy. We're Duke. running out of time, so let's get that. Wasn't this. Daisy Duke? No, she Shh. was. She was in the show. <laughs> Catherine Bach. 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 Ooh, she had great legs. <laughs> Those legs. The they best. named a piece of clothing after her. That's how amazing yeah. her legs Daisy and the rest Duke. of her were. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, Daisy Dukes. Short shorts were called Daisy Dukes That's after right. that. So, of course, my subject today is one of the co-stars on that show. Tom Wopat. Thomas. Oh, nice. Stephen <laughs> Wopat. You know? Did you see I, it on a no, sheet? No, I swear I got it. It was a wild guess. Nice. We I just like that name, Wopat. Yeah, yeah, he's got a good name. A good name. Ivan's a good reader. No, I can't. I don't, not without my glasses. He, he was the underrated Duke. Yeah, so, uh, so my subject is Thomas Stephen Wopat, or as we know him as Tom Wopat. He is 66. That's where I was getting it confused. Ah. You were saying everyone was 66 until you <laughs> I knew got I'd get to it right. Yeah, so where is the Dodge Charger today? Well, don't get ahead, please, Ivan. Yeah. So Tom Wopat was born September 9th, 1951. He is an American actor and singer. Uh, he first achieved fame as Lucas K. Luke, or Luke Duke, on the long-running television action comedy series The Dukes of Hazard, which aired on CBS from January 26th of 79. To February 8th of 1985. It Tom, ran that what, long. What huh? was the years? Six 79 years to 85. Huh, it was actually months? seven seasons. One of them just died recently. Um, uh, I don't know. From the show. What's his name? Geek, geek, geek. Oh, James Best. Uh, yeah, he just died, didn't he? <laughs> the, I think last year. Yeah. How did he sound? Geek, geek, geek. Flinch. Uh, so what was the to- dog's name? Flash. Yeah, Flash. Flash, uh, okay. get over here, Flash. No, Flash. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I thought both of our impressions were good. Yeah, that's very a high nice. Five, folks. That's a high five, folks. <laughs> okay, so Tom Wopat was born in Lodi, Wisconsin. Believe yeah, it or not, that, could, that, huh. that would make sense. He was the fifth of eight siblings. Wopat attended the University of Wisconsin-Madison, which is just Wisconsin, and made his television debut on the on the uh, daytime soap One Life to, to Live. He, I could see him as a soap guy. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Sure. I can't yeah. believe he didn't have like a 50-year career yeah. as a soap yeah, actor. Yeah, he, he looks like a soap. He could yes. have been on a soap actor. Yes. Soap, soap. He could have been on a soap opera for yes. like eight. You could see him on like a Cialis commercial now, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I wasn't able to I wasn't able to turn up any details on how he went from soap operas to Dukes of Hazard, uh, but somehow he got cast as as Luke Duke on that TV show. Oh, do you love it, Luke Duke? Yeah, I love that. And so um, I want to play this scene because I think this is kind of a good stereotypical scene from the show. JD, why don't you tell Roscoe to put that? Shooter away. You know these boys don't go around setting off bombs. Oh, that's yes. Well, there's yeah. letters, the evidence that say they did. Yeah. Oh, maybe you did it. If I like a timer. <laughs> I don't care what do I put in jail. Hey, hold on, y'all. Listen. What? what? Something? Oh, Is that a t- it's another bomb? Hit the deck. Now those Duke boys sure get themselves in trouble. Roscoe, do you hear anything? <laughs> no. 
And I don't think we're gonna hear anything either, do you? No. In other words, them Duke boys all swallowed you again, didn't they? Well, you might oh, say that's, that. Uh, just, here's James Best. Yeah. I hear something ticking. It's a ticking. What? Who? What? Where? Your watch. The bombs in your watch. Did he you put his watch in a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> And then chaos ensues, and the Duke boys have escaped. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Duke boys? Yeah, sure, they just waved to me. And then James Best talks to his deputy. Hot pursuit. It's always hot pursuit. <laughs> always. You get the banjo cranked oh. up. And then they cut to commercial, and you always hear... Now those Duke boys are sure getting themselves into a lot mm-hmm. of trouble. It's it's coming back to me, General Lee. Yeah, that's right. General so I will, Lee. I will play the rest of the clip. But was essentially, that Waylon who always spoke at the end? Yeah, he was too? the narrator yeah. and yeah. sang theme yeah. song. Yeah, he was great. And so in that scene, they're all in the Boar's Nest, which is the bar yep. that, that Daisy yep. worked at, yeah. and they're trying to they're trying to corner the Duke boys over something. And so Bo Duke, Luke's cousin. Starts making a clicking noise with his mouth to make him think that there's a bomb, bomb somewhere. Yeah. And then they all drop to the ground. <laughs> and then that's where they sneak out. And, yeah. then, and then they're on the run and the chase ensues. Now, sees. hey, okay, Genius. we were talking about this earlier. Those guys are lovable doofuses. Uh, there the you Duke, go. The Duke boys? Uh, no. We've come life circle here. Oh, like James Best. Yes, yeah. lovable, for sure. lovable for sure. doofuses. Those guys are lovable doofuses. Perfect sure. example. Yeah. There you go. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yes. So here's the history of the show. Uh, it grew in popularity pretty quick, and by the third season, it was it was a huge hit, and it made it to number two in the in the Nielsen ratings. What was number one? I don't. Remember. I didn't look at. Okay. I didn't look up the list. My, but, my but guess I, is probably like All in the Family or something. something. But but in in its third season, it was number two in the Nielsen ratings. Wow. With with almost 22 million viewers. Are these the same 22 million that voted for Trump? Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. This was 35 years ago, so perhaps not. Uh, but anyway, kids w- loved why it. Why not? They're, they're, so, so this, you, know, you were you and I are the same age. Oh, this yeah. show was huge yeah. amongst kids. Wow. Super, so there was tons of merchandise sold, toys, clothes, mer- you know, all, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, there was a guy in my neighborhood who had two 1969 Chargers painted exactly like the General Lee. Wow. Two? He had two of them. The, con- the flag on top that was on the roof. The, yeah. The, that that's correct. Uh, yeah. Now, wow. to be fair, John Schneider, the the, the guy that played Luke's cousin, uh-huh. the, the blonde, he the blonde was always cousin. the most blonde famous guy. one. Because he was the most famous. He was blonde. Bo-Duke. Yes, exactly right. That's right. And so he, but but Luke was. I always liked Luke better. Me I did, too. I, too. I like yeah. Luke better. I did too. I think Luke got more ladies. Ooh. Oh, and and I, I've got two personal anecdotes. One is. I went over to John Schneider's house, who lived in San Antonio at the time, probably 15 years ago. Really? And I would have met him, but he wasn't actually home at the time, but I did knock on the door. So you, you did? Dick Cavett in him. Yes, I was trying to Dick Cavett John Schneider. Ooh. And I, huh? supposedly he was he was home, and we were going to... How did you know where he lived? Because he was involved with uh, a supporter of Young Life down in the San Antonio area wow. at the time. Okay. And I had a buddy of mine who was in Young Life on staff and knew John Schneider, who had met him a couple of times, and was like, hey, I know where That's John Schneider... Cool. He's, he could, so I, I, I pull into town, and I'd only been there a day or so, and he's like, hey, do you want to meet John Schneider? I was like... Yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, are you <laughs> kidding me? So moments later, we're in the car and we're driving over to John Schneider's house and we knocked were on his door. Were you in hot pursuit? We were in hot pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a second. I have a, thank you. <laughs> I have a second personal anecdote. This one I think you'll enjoy. So my parents were on vacation, I think maybe to Hawaii or something. So I had to stay with the neighbors. And this was probably in the second or third season. So I was you know, eight years old or something. I think it was nine. And so it was Friday night. And every Friday night, you sat down in front of the television. You didn't want to miss a single episode. So I'd waited all week. There were no it, DVRs. No, you could no not. No recording devices. I mean, there were, there were early VCRs, but not yeah, very many people had You had, had to them. be rich. So so this is, it, there was appointment television. Tom, do you know what a VCR is? I do. Okay. Great. I actually own a cassette tape for my favorite movie. Really? Yeah, what, so what's your favorite movie? Surf Ninjas. Must Surfing I? Anyone? Ernie Reyes Jr. Oh. Anyways, go All ahead, right. Chris. So I, I remember I remember sitting on the living room floor at my neighbor's house in front of the TV, and the show had just come on. I'd watched the title sequence. I was getting excited. When the woman I was... You were getting excited because Daisy came on the screen? No, because oh, I, okay. I, I was going to get to watch my favorite TV show. Okay. And the woman of the house comes into the room and announces that we're leaving. Ooh. <laughs> And, and she also had made me kind of dress up. Like, I'd put on a sweater and some nice pants for her. I was like, this is not going well. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> and so that was bad news enough that we were leaving, and I was about to miss the show. 
So I've got my nice clothes on, and we get in the car, and we drive 20 miles down the road to Texas Stadium in Irving, which is no longer there. And we go into the crowded stadium, and we find our seat. That takes a little bit of time. And then I realize that the reason we're there is for this. Praise God. <coughs> if you would tonight, let's receive our, our evening offering. Open Does your anybody Bibles recognize this once voice? again to Mark's Jesus. Gospel chapter it's not 4, Jesus. where we were last night in talking about this. Ivan, do you know who this is? Jimmy Swagger. Close. He that has Patrick oh, I know who it is. Who? Let is it the guy hear. who got busted? He and his wife. Jimmy Swagger? Yeah. No. Oh, that's a great no, name, no. though. The guy from Dallas. Anybody. What's the guy's mm. name? Okay. Who is it? Well, in any case, you may not recognize this guy's name, but needless to say, nine-year-old Tove was not thrilled to find himself at a Kenneth Copeland convention. Kenneth Copeland? Who at the time was a very famous televangelist who was traveling through town. My neighbors were very religious, and they packed us up, and instead of getting to watch my favorite TV show, I had to go to that. Oh my! Wow. And that didn't yes. turn you against religion, in spite of that. Right? And, <laughs> I'm, and I'm very still. impressed. And Thank still, yeah. Thank yes, you. still, yes, I, I subscribe. Right? <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you. I'm yes. really, I, that would have changed probably. Right? I should have turned dur- on it forever, but yes. I didn't. <laughs> you know what? Good for you. Thank Good you. for you. Good Thank for you. you. I, I overcame. I, I forgave. You did forgive. Mm-hmm. That's what. Wow. Did you learn that from Kenneth? No, I learned nothing from Kenneth. All right, just a couple more things. After seven seasons and 146 episodes... I didn't re- realize it ran that long. Right. Wow. Dukes of Hazzard came to an end, and after that, this won't surprise you, but uh, Tom Opat's acting gigs were very spotty. So he also, <laughs> he, he also got into country music, into the very country music scene, spotty. where he, he, he also experienced very mild success at best, because do any of you know Tom Opat as, as a famous country artist? No. no. So that's what he tried to do. So now we have to ask the question to Ivan. Uh, Where is he now? I would guess that he is with Zapka. Okay, well, really that's not a bad guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> so, Ivan, if you would do us a favor, because yes. in order to answer this I question... I asked you. Yes. Please do us a favor and, and read this headline. I hope he's with Billy Zapka. That'd be awesome. Tom Wopat charged with sticking finger in woman's butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Allow me to elaborate, please. I don't think Billy's doing that. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> we, we can't say for sure. Really? It's not a karate. Was move. this woman a plumber? No. I don't know if that no, would matter. I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. so. So allow me to tell the story, please. <laughs> allow me to tell the story. On August 2nd, 2017, you paying attention, Greg? Yes. So I on, know the story. So, so on, I you sent do? it to you. Right. you actually, I sent it to him. <laughs> That's correct. Really? Yeah. How I, did you find it? I heard about it somewhere, and then when he was said he was doing the story on him, I go, I got to send this to you. Okay, so what, what date? Craig keeps tabs on butt cracks. Yeah, so what? Yeah. what <laughs> he vlogs a lot of blogs and follows uh, a lot yeah, of Twitter yeah. accounts. What, what date? It's all, I do a Google I do a Google like, you know, you can search for news. Uh-huh. It's just titled butt crack. Hashtag. Uh, uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. So anything with butt crack comes yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. On August second, two thousand seventeen. Wow. Sixty-six-year-old Tom Wopat was arrested on felony indecent assault <laughs> and battery and misdemeanor drug charges in Wal in Waltham, Waltham, Massachusetts, where he was about to open a production of Forty Second Street at the Regal Music Theater. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went from one thing to another. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wow. That's the positive part of it. Yeah, right. it was really so, negative so until summer, that. Summer stock. It's called he was summer doing summer stock, stock when yeah, he got into a little theater. trouble, and it just gets worse. So, Wopat allegedly... So how assault- many dings in this uh, okay, story? So, yeah, so... Uh, allegedly. So, so feel free feel free to, uh, to identify the the, uh, the red flags okay, in the story. Okay, so allegedly... So, Wopat allegedly assaulted ding, the woman during a rehearsal. Ding. He came up behind her and grabbed her buttocks... And continued, continued touching her in that area, huh. or as the TMZ story says, she felt his fingers go between her butt cheeks. The show's producer and manager had previously spoken to Wopat regarding complaints from other female cast members about inappropriate comments and touching. 
The yeah. actor was also reprimanded for being intoxicated at Dang, rehearsal. Yeah. Mm. So he was showing up to rehearsals drunk and then fondling the other the female co- the female actors. And now it gets worse. During, it gets worse. It actually gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not enough, it he goes one step further. During his arrest, a search of him and his vehicle under warrant revealed two bags of white powder believing to be cocaine. So he's showing up drunk and high on cocaine and fondling female co-stars. This this might be my favorite part. Wopat told police that that he buys cocaine in large quantities and uses it over time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. This whole story is just ding after ding after ding. Yes, it is. And here's how it wraps up. Wopat pleaded not guilty. I'm not sure how. Not guilty. At his, arra- at his arraignment on August 3rd, Just 2017, and was released on bail. And now we know the answer to the question. Where, where is, is Tom he Wopat? Yeah. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, thanks, thanks Simon, Simon, for bringing that to light. We appreciate that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was an appropriate response. So, he I, I, from, guess, I guess he went from like yeah. he was the king yeah. back in the I day. Guess I mean, like, like I, I guess he could have pretty, like you said, he could pretty much get most any yeah. lady so, he wanted. Put right? his finger so, in whoever's so, butt crack he wanted, and so, yeah. done all the blow. So, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's thirty years late on, right, right. on, on doing those right. things. Yeah, so, the girls so, would have enjoyed it back then. So if we if we have another session of where are they now? Should should there be some criteria about some redeeming value in some of these people or no? <laughs> it's a crapshoot. You don't know yeah. where it's going to go. You, you don't know, know where it's going to go until the research. Know. That's correct. I, I think that this was a very enlightening thing, and I think we should do this once a quarter. Okay. You really enjoyed this. No, I do, because I because I found everybody interesting, that, and I didn't know a lot of stuff about there you go. You know, there you go. So I, I thought it was interesting. Hopefully, but the anyway, well, or maybe line. if not once a quarter, at least another one at some point. Sure, of course. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of our show, gentlemen. This has been our first installment of Where Are They Now? Thanks for being here. Okay. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. For Greg and Tom and Ivan, this is the Gravity Beard Podcast. We'll see you next. And the Tofe. And the Tofe. And the Tofe. Me. That's right. We'll see you next Don't time, folks. About you. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for being here. Hey, well, that was a long one. That was a long one. I've got a lot of editing to do. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank all much. of you. You're all the best. You're all tied for the best. You can listen to the Gravity Beard Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or anywhere else you can see in podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at TheGravityBeard. Email us at contactthebeard at gmail.com or interact with us and other indie pods in the Underdog Podcast community on Facebook. We definitely want to hear from you. If you got at least a dollar's worth of entertainment from today's episode, please consider supporting us via Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash gravitybeard for more details. Gravity Beer is a proud member of the Podfix Network. Go to podfixnetwork.com to see a complete list of network shows. You may also consider subscribing to Podfix Presents. It's a podcast by all the Podfix hosts where you can hear exclusive original content that you'll not hear on their individual shows. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. In the intro, we used another song by Silent Partner called Get Back. Both songs can be found on the YouTube audio library. And now we're treating you to Quentin Time by Patrick Lee, CC by NCSA 3.0. You can search for him by name at freemusicarchive.org. Tune in later this week for episode two of Blender Dogs, the official indie podcast blooper show. Then, this time next week, we'll be back with another installment of This Week Today with my good friend and co-host, Lord Saunders. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. This has been terrific. I've learned a lot. Apocalypse Now. Fra- Fra- uh, Francis Ford Coppola. That's right. I kind of want to hear right. Ivan say it. Yeah. Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah.